Welcome everyone to our second market update of the week. We very much hope you found the first one useful. I'm Saklane, your host, as usual, back here again to give you some insights onto what's going on in the markets. On the agenda today is the EU. We're going to talk about the trade deal with China and what has come out of the talks surrounding Brexit as well. So recently, the EU and China have unveiled a, a long-awaited investment treaty. They announced uh, the deal only two days before the previously set deadline, and it's aimed to take effect in early 2022. It's got various aims, but it aims to open up the lucrative new corporate opportunities. So the deal contains the most ambitious outcomes that China has ever agreed upon with a third country in terms of market access, fair competition and sustainable development. It removes barriers for EU companies to invest in China as improved market access for various industries, such as automotive and private healthcare. There will also be openings in services such as asset management and insurance. What do both countries stand to gain from this investment pact? The deal benefits both the EU and China's investment activity, and it also provides positive outlook for EU-China diplomatic relations. More specifically, it is now more accessible for EU companies to invest in China, whilst also this allows Chinese businessmen to gain a foothold in the EU's more open market. But you know, what are the potential drawbacks of, uh, of this pact, especially since the strain in diplomatic relations between the US and China? So it's true that the investment pact could risk antag antagonizing President-elect Joe Biden's incoming US administration. There's also a bit of backlash from the US and others scrutinizing the deal calling it a strategic mistake as they think China has fallen short on commitments like labour rights. Some also argue that this causes the EU to lose their bargaining power and might encourage Chinese dominance. Well, the investment pact will not cause as much strain in diplomatic relations as this pact also represents a breakthrough in the Western countries' effort to get China to sign up to the International Labour Organization conventions. Furthermore, this investment pact by the EU and China could also said to be similar to the US and China phase one trade deal that took place in early 2020, and that the US administration should therefore be able to understand the reasons behind the investment pact. So that's that on the um, EU-China front. What about what's going on with the UK and Brexit? It's been previously mentioned that the trade deal placed little emphasis on their financial services. However, we can see that the UK recently implemented a few more measures for the financial industry in the UK and the EU. This is evidenced by the UK regulator tweaking derivatives rules hours ahead of the Brexit deadline. The Financial Conduct Authority's temporary transitional power allows it to make short-term changes to regulations to help companies adapt to the new rules. This is crucial. The temporary shift is aimed at easing potential disruption to this $50 trillion market ahead of the Brexit transition period. It will let some companies subject to UK rules trade on EU venues which means UK branches of foreign banks and brokers will be able to transact on behalf of the EU clients. So really just smoothing that transition um, and giving us a bit of leeway. So there's going to be a few implications. Overall, I feel that this is a hopeful signal to post-Brexit financial markets. It seems the FCA will do everything in its power to uphold mutual equivalence agreement of the UK and EU to avoid disruption for market participants. We can also see evidence from Britain's blue chip shares like banks, which are leading the EU regions. After announcements, it could also be seen that the sterling is up against the US dollar by 0.4%, and the euro has also had a climb of 0.3%. But 
So what are some of the key takeaways from this update on the EU Brexit trade deal? Um, we can see that the trade deal has also started to incorporate previous terms that were not resolved in the initial agreement. One example would be the Spain-UK agreement to keep the Gibraltar land border open. Spain and the UK have reached an agreement in principle on the free movement between British overseas territories of Gibraltar and Spain, averting the worst effects of a hard Brexit. Damages to the regional economy caused by a hard border would have devastated these workers, as job prospects are scarce in the Spanish frontier area of Campo del Gibraltar, where unemployment is close to 40%. So going forward, we can expect the further cooperation and collaboration with the UK and EU, as we can see both parties' willingness and desire for measured litigation. So guys, that's a roundup on what's going on with the EU. Naturally, a lot of you guys um, are looking at markets uh, for the first time seriously, perhaps, as your students. And so I'd like to ask you a question. You know, are you ready to invest? If so, DeGiro is our partner in providing you with empowering financial freedom through their online stock brokerage platform. Launching in 2013, they have quickly expanded across Europe to become one of the leading low-cost brokers that provide a simplified view of financial prospects for beginners. More experienced and active investors will have comprehensive access to financial tools all through DeGiro's integrated mobile and desktop platform. DeGiro have won awards such as the Investor's Choice and Financial Times Best Low-Cost Stockbroker 2018 and 2017. Please find out more on our website. And as ever, if you've got any feedback, please send it in to podcast at finfoc.com. Thanks, guys, and catch you next week.